0: Right and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host Eric, and joining me tonight's Natalie Denolition. How's it going?
1: It's going. How are you?
0: Oh, I've been doing okay. We've uh, had no rain for a few days, and then all of a sudden today, while I was at a water park, it decided it was going to start thundering, lightning, and downpouring. So I'd had to cut that little at least trip you're at short. A
1: water park. <laughs> You had like a bathing suit
0: on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I, I'm kind to my fellow humans. They don't need to see a pasty white guy with red hair all over his body. So, you know, keep yeah. it covered up.
1: <laughs> Not me, I'm the opposite.
0: Not, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, this one has been uh, kind of interesting to get scheduled because well, I think this is like, what, the fourth try?
1: <laughs> I think it's the fifth. It's very depressing. It was one thing after the other for both of us, but that's how it goes when you're like a parent
0: yeah 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 this last time it was like uh it was like uh well we're having some problems over here <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna be able yeah, to yeah and on. then
1: we finally get on recording and then it's like oh it's glitching why am i glitching
0: <laughs> i gotta love that stable internet everywhere you go oh yeah so uh you're up in ohio if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah, I'm up in Ohio, Soviet Ohio, I like to call it these days. <laughs> it's a little bit better. They haven't started doing the mask mandates or anything again,
0: but I'm
1: quite <sighs> not looking forward to it if they do because
0: you're yeah, one of the
1: last to get mask mandates.
0: Yeah, I-, I love their uh, definition of uh, 15 days to flatten the curve. You know, it turns out to be over like 500. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, we just passed 500. I was like, yeah. I, I made a- post about it on uh, Facebook and actually Thomas Nancy shared it. That was really cool.
0: So yeah. He recently like started following me and I was, I was a little confused by that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's a sweetheart. He's, he's my favorite person in Congress. right Yeah.
0: Now. He, yeah. He's like the only favorite person in Congress right now. <laughs>
1: he's, he's the only one fighting for us in Congress right now. He just that, started doing Nancy Pelosi and I was like, Yes. There's actually yeah. like a donation you can donate to Thomas Massey to support him suing Nancy Pelosi. And I hit donate because I was like, yeah, that's something I can really get behind, suing that evil witch.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so let's make sure she has one less jar of uh, $50 ice cream in her uh, $4,000 refrigerator. You know?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. I remember. And, you know, it's funny, too about her, she, she, she's saying that she's going to put people in jail if they don't wear a mask, oh. um, up in oh. Yeah. She was like, she's going to put people in jail and Thomas Massey was so upset by this. And, but if you're on the Senate side, you don't have to wear a mask, but if you know, you're on the house side, you have to wear a mask. So yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy you know up there. And, um, she's saying, you know, uh, We'll arrest you. We'll put you in jail if you don't wear a mask, blah, 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 blah and, you know, So Thomas Massey's fighting that up there right now. But uh, I mean, yeah, good. he's the one guy who's fighting for those rights, you know?
0: Yeah, I've seen the uh, the last few days on uh, Twitter. People have been sharing uh, pictures of Nancy Pelosi wearing the wearing the chin strap mask where it's not even yeah, covering her like face. Wearing...
1: Yeah, it's total. language, But it's like she's not wearing the mask she hasn't pulled down a pastro chin all the time or she's taking it off to take pictures and it's like right. how, how, how do you expect you know people to follow your rules if you don't even follow your own rules but, yeah you I know mean, that's like at this point
0: we got to admit that it's just industry. it's just for show it's like even the it congress is. critters it, It's it, just it, for show. It's,
1: it's, it's
0: Wait, so yeah it's just so crazy uh, and, and i'm sitting here watching the olympics yeah. and they're doing the same crap You know, it's like, okay, well, we have all of the basketball team not wearing masks, breathing on each other. (laughs) And then when they go back to, like, their coach or the the side judge or whatever has got a mask on, it. like, this doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, imagine what it's doing to these athletes. You know, they've trained all these years without masks, and now they're being put through all this COVID crap. And I'm sure it's doing something on their mental health, you know, and I, I don't blame them for that. Yeah, it's it's really just it's insane right now.
0: Yeah, I get uh, I got got to imagine, especially how how obscene it just seems. It's like, well, I'm I'm up here doing my uh, my part with the Olympics and I don't have to wear a mask. And then when immediately when I go to the sidelines, I'm going to stand nine feet away from the reporter, not being able to hear any questions she has. And, you know, we got to put a mask on.
1: I forget the name of the swimmer, but he just got in trouble for not wearing a mask while talking to a reporter. And I'm like, the guy got COVID. He doesn't care. You know, he has natural immunity at this point. Um, So so much for that science. (laughs) Yeah. I I got COVID and I'm not afraid. You know, even (laughs) if I get a variant, I'm I'm pretty confident my body can fight it at this point.
0: Yeah. uh, I think that was one of the reasons why we had to uh, reschedule. (laughs) actually
1: yeah it was i was very very sick i it it took me probably about 35 days to go human again and then after that i i think it was around um you know well now about like this last week i've really started to feel okay again because it's like i got COVID and then my colon got infected right after um and then i had issues from that i ended up losing about 40 pounds
0: yeah, out. yeah, so I can imagine. It,
1: it was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like it, that, that's how it is. That that you gamble with your life every day. You get in the car, you gamble with your life. You know, so it, you take a plane ride. You know, maybe you'll crash or something. But I should say that because I take a plane ride next week. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't jinx yourself early. Just, you know, I know, but, <laughs> I do but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, going, I'm actually going to that Yale event in uh, Florida, so I'm looking really forward to that.
0: Oh, good. Well, yeah, you'll be in some good company. I think a, a couple of the guys that I know is going to be over there, so uh, you can be on the lookout. Yeah. So, I don't can know if you know says, uh, Nick Ashley yeah. or not, but I think he's going to be there.
1: Yeah, I know Nick
0: Ashley. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: And then, and like, Zuby's going to be there, so I'm looking really forward to seeing him for the first time, and uh, Glenn Jacobs and a few other people oh, yes. that I know.
0: Yeah, good old Kane.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I always thought he might be, like, some big, tough guy, but, you know, he's actually, like, a big teddy bear.
0: Really cool.
1: That is stories to kids.
0: Yeah, that's typically how, <laughs> like, big, muscular guys are. They kind of know how big and strong they are, so they don't really want to start anything. So you'll f- kind of find out that most of them are kind of teddy bears.
1: They are. You should see my dad. He's, he's like, this big, tough biker guy he looks like with all these tattoos stop but he's like the sweetest guy in the world like he, he was the one when my mom told me no i would go to my dad and say hey dad can i have 20 like, oh. like, well, like uh, no, i'd go to my dad
0: oh you are one of those kids i've got those <laughs> kids
1: <laughs> well i was the youngest kid so i could kind of get away oh
0: with the baby daughter. of the family no wonder i, I was the middle child I, I was the middle red-headed child
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's okay. My my, my middle daughter, she's a redhead, so um, yeah, I get that struggle. I understand <laughs> it. And she's the only redhead. The other oh no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. With me, uh, my older brother, you know, got brown hair. My younger brother had black hair, and then I, I was the uh, the middle child with the, with the redhead. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My my sister, though, she was um, brown. My brother was black hair, and then I I came I popped out the in Barbie out of the three, which is hilarious. Like I was just bright blonde as a child.
0: Yeah, my little my little daughter is a uh, blonde hair and blue eyed, and she she will do that stuff of going to ask mom for something, and when mom says no, she will literally walk two steps over to me, Daddy. Can I was like she literally just told you no. What makes yeah. you think my answer is going to be any different in her company? <laughs>
1: Well, see, my three-year-old, she's just walks all over us. I can't take her to Target. I can't because oh. I, I will say yes to everything. I will because she's just this cutest little thing. She has two dimples, blonde curly hair, blue eyes. I can't say no to her. It's
0: pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it just it happened really to me in a grocery store. They had like a line of uh, stuffed animals and uh, little Grogu, Baby Yoda, was one of them. And it fell on the floor and she picked it up and she goes, this is mine now. I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's Baby
0: Yoda, you can't say no. Yeah, I can't say no. It's like, uh, okay, I guess it's yours now. Yeah. Nobody asked any questions about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thing wasn't oh, cheap either, it was like 20 bucks. It was like, it's like oh, man. How much was it? It was $20. Gotta oh pay that God. licensing fee. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. And I'd
1: yeah. say that now, though, but, you know, my daughter will put another princess dress in the top cart at Target, and I'll just buy it. <laughs>
0: oh yeah i definitely got treated to that her birthday is right around the corner and she'll turn five and she comes up to you and she goes daddy i am going to get earrings a necklace and a new princess dress thank you and then just walked away
1: <laughs> i was like you're going
0: to get okay
1: Jewelry, makeup she's into all of that it's, it's crazy because i and she's a girly girl and i'm not i look like a girly girl but i mean i'm not really i mean i was a boy scout master like imagine, you know, me camping and fishing dead fish out of the rivers <laughs> to freak out my boys. I used to do that. So I'm like I'm, I'm total tomboy in that sense. But um, and my middle daughter, she's a tomboy, and then here comes the super super girly girl. And I I just don't understand it quite yet. I'm trying to wrap my head around it.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So I I guess we can uh, arrive on the title of the episode. I'm not a girly girl, but I play one on TV. <laughs>
1: exactly, or or on Twitter. Yeah,
0: go. on Twitter, yeah. <laughs>
1: on Twitter. I play girly
0: girl on Twitter. Yeah, both of my kids are adopted out of foster care, so there is a, a definite that's argument true. for nature versus nurture. And with, with her, my like, my wife isn't a girly girl, like, at all, and she is just that way. I was like, okay, definitely your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your bio mom had to be that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's- it's great that you adopted, though. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I saved a couple of kids from the state. So hopefully they will uh, turn around horror and pass it on to others.
1: <laughs> I've heard I've heard some horror stories about, you know, not so much foster care, but just the whole government around the foster care system. And it's insanity.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's terrible. Like uh, my son, uh, he's actually my wife's like second cousin once removed or some kind of family math like that. And he was in eight different places by the time we got him. And he was only six years old, oh, yeah. So you know, a little six-year-old who hasn't been taught how to deal with other people, and it was yeah. like, yeah. So as soon as he starts acting up, all the rest of them is like, yeah, he needs to go somewhere else. it's was like, he's just a little boy who's a little bit rambunctious and you know, a little bit high spirited. I mean, come on. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I can't, and
1: boys are like that. As soon as, as soon as you know, they get anxious. They're high spirited or something. They automatically like put them on medication or something. It's like no, they need to get that out. They need to go punch something. They need to go run. They need to go do a yeah. sport. You know, so many people miss that. You know, yeah. not it's gonna a
0: docile Yeah, you just got to channel their energy and attention into one thing. And sometimes you can, you know, just get them to do work. You know, sometimes I found that my son likes to chop things up with an axe. So I was like, okay, well we've got some down limbs. Let's go outside and expend some calories.
1: <laughs> exactly part? um my son likes to do that actually there's like a walk a neighborhood walkway and um sometimes it gets overgrown and my son will go out there just as like a random community service and we'll trim all the bushes <laughs> it's nice too because you know as you're running you're not getting smacked in the face with trees you know so yeah. boys need to do that nature or you know catch thing blow stuff up stuff you know they just they have to you know
0: yeah, it's like most of them are just a little ball of aggression. You just have to focus it in one way. So, <laughs> Yeah. But sometimes that, that gets my, a little son bit likes tough.
1: My boxing at times.
0: Yeah. It,
1: it does, and you have to know how to control it and know responsibility and boundaries and everything. Like with my son, sometimes he would, um, I, I, I when he was a Boy Scout, I got him like a collection of like pocket knives. Sometimes he would like leave it out on his bed, even though his bed's like high off the ground. I would still be like, you know, we're supposed to put our knives in a safe spot. It's mine now for the next week, you know? And you know, that's how you just keep teaching them responsibility. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, boys need to know responsibility.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny you mentioned a uh, pocket knife.
1: I could be doing everything wrong, what? (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, as long as they're still, you know, breathing and uh, can form a sentence, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, we had gotten him a pocket knife yeah, one year exactly. and he brought that thing up to school and wanted to show his friends because he was very excited about it. And that quickly he found out how quickly that was a no no <laughs> It was so funny. he was like, well, I didn't think people yeah. would get upset and mad. I was like, yeah, they kind of take that stuff really, really seriously. Yeah,
1: I homeschool. So it's kind of like uh, it's mostly get it off my table. <laughs> get your bow. you know it's funny because it's like as a mom when i started having kids i never thought i would actually say the words like get your bows off my table you know <laughs> put your bow and arrow and stuff or put away your knives get you yeah. know machete away okay it doesn't need to be out <laughs> you know so it's like yeah parenting has been interesting for
0: the yeah it was Especially like uh... now
1: that i had two teenagers and a toddler so
0: oh boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: huge
0: gap. Yeah, that's a big gap. Yeah, there's a, a pretty sizable gap in between my son. He's about to turn thirteen, and she's g- about to be five. So that's a nice little gap too. And then I'm, then I yeah. sit there and think, I was like, wow, he's about to be thirteen. It seems like yesterday he was six. Oh well.
1: It's like you blink and it's gone.
0: Yeah. You know? Cause- especially with my daughter i kind of miss her because we got her like two months after she was born out of the hospital and then uh i was like man i kind of miss the carpet lunch up stage i can just like leave you there and then come back in a minute and you wouldn't have like ran off no. and done something else
1: yeah that gets better though when they're like teenagers well you know that yeah but my toddler she's just constantly on the go until oh, she yeah. crashes you know <laughs> it's just insanity Like, I don't remember
0: any of this. I'm getting too old for it. Yeah, that gets kind of fun. It was like, uh, while we were at the water park, my daughter, she was like taking my hat off and like throwing it into the pool because she just thought it was hilarious. I was like, okay, at this point, we need to stop throwing my hat in the pool. (laughs) Let's find something. Let's find another game to play.
1: Yeah, you have to distract them and keep them going. And it's crazy, you know, and it's gotten a little bit better now that all the mandates are lifted, but like when they were doing the masks and everything, it's hard because my kids are homeschooled. So I would take them to museums. I'll take them to the zoo. I'll take them to all these different places, but I couldn't do that for the last like year and a half. So yeah. it, it was hard to like distract them. But now it's kind of like I'm slowly starting to see my kids get that sparkle in their eye again and go out and do stuff and, right. you know, have fun. And, and, you know, in a sense, it kind of pisses me off a little because it's like like a year and a half of my kids' lives was stolen, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah. And that's
1: what it is anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. So totally. My,
1: so I'm happy to see kids happy again. Uh, it's kind of like I let a bunch of stuff slide just to see them smile, you
0: know? Yeah. It was like uh, when I was at the water park earlier today, you know, a good 99% of the people aren't running around with masks on. I mean, there were still like a few people here and there kind of dotted around. But, I mean, just to see the kids running around, playing with each other, it was great. And I was like, Sam, we could have been Everybody's doing this the whole time.
1: Especially done with it yeah exactly and you know let people mask if they feel uncomfortable or if they're high risk or whatever fine that's fine with that you know and for me i'm high risk so it's kind of like i i'm i'm not afraid (laughs) you know i did get long COVID. i expected i would yeah Or you know just being sick for a long period of time and i knew it would happen but i got it i got over it i mean that's my opinion
0: yeah my younger brother had it and he uh, spent a few days in the hospital and you know a couple of days with 104 degree uh, temperatures and everything and uh you know he's overweight and got asthma and everything so he's a walking comorbidity and you know he pulled through it just fine and uh like (laughs) afterwards he was like "Uh, yeah i don't really need to wear this anymore i've got immunity to it now so I don't, know, I don't know why people are such bitches about it. And I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know what to tell these people who are still paranoid about it. But like for me personally, I'm just like, yeah, I have the antibodies. I don't care. I actually just made a post on Twitter and it went viral. It was about how there's antibodies in my breast milk now and it just freaking went off. The charts, like I got a bunch of retweets and likes, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is awkward." It was it was pretty much like, kind of half like this is the science tweet, and the other half of it was like a joke tweet. And now my said, "Oh no, <laughs> I can't even go over that."
0: Yeah, I
1: was like, "Okay," but yeah. Yeah, it it was it's interesting because um. There's so many ways people can fight this naturally, and we're not talking about that. We're just talking about vaccine lockdowns and masks. You right. know, well, you can lose weight. That's one way that helps you, you know, not get COVID or fight out COVID easier. You can um, <laughs> drink breast milk with antibodies, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you can also, <laughs> you, you can take your vitamin D, you can take your zinc, you can take, you know, eat healthy. Um, I, I don't know if you're like a keto or a vegan or whatever. For me personally, I'm on like a mostly meat
0: diet. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I lost 110 pounds just not eating sugar, grains, or potatoes. So.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll drink my diet coke. I haven't been able to kick that. Um, and I'll have oh, you see, I can't even.
0: Coke. I can't even do coke. I, I've like tried is. to cheat, and <laughs> when I like sip a coke now, it's like, oh, <laughs> I can't even do it.
1: Yeah. I know eventually, once I finally get off of it, it's going to be too sweet for me to go back. But I haven't been able to kick it yet. I'm working on that. I'm trying very, very hard.
0: Yeah, that's one of those addictions that uh, is probably the last to go. I think, is the diet coke.
1: Yeah, it's like one of my last ones to go. Like I can, I can forego like getting a Kit Kat or you know eating chocolate or candy or whatever. I can forego that very easily. But like my diet coke, no, it's like. Part of my routine in the morning, and I
0: can't. I can't. I'm crabby the rest of the
1: day if I don't
0: have it. I got you. I'm I'm just like (laughs) bitching, Natalie. Bitching, (laughs) Natalie. Yeah, there was uh, (laughs) true. There was a there was one uh, flavor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's one flavor of (laughs) Lacroix. They call it uh, La Cola, and I was I I drank it once, and I was like, this is like too close. (laughs) And I brought some with me to Childerberg and like I, I gave some to Guy Swan and he was, he looked at me and he goes, this is witchcraft. This shouldn't taste like that. I was like, yeah, it's just water with cola flavoring in it. <laughs> it's witchcraft. <laughs> he just kind of looked at is me he's like, wait. I
1: don't
0: know. Yeah, it, no, it's, it, if you taste it, it's very close to like a Diet Coke. Because oh, it just, good. yeah, it just gets flavor from the cola nut and that's it.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'd rather just get off of it than just chug water. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm so close. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I need yeah. motivation. I need people to fat shame me on Twitter. And, <laughs> people won't fat shame me on Twitter. I'm like, what is this shit? You guys bitch at me about everything else, but you won't fat shame me on Twitter? This is ridiculous.
0: No, that like, rather, rather Aryan like Barbie shame
1: you. <laughs> and, what?
0: I said they'd rather, Arian they Barbie sh- yeah, they'd rather Arian Barbie shame you.
1: Arian Barbie shame me. I know, right? And the, the Arian Barbie thing, I was just actually somebody on the left who insulted me, and they were like, oh, look at Arian Barbie who posted this. And I was like, ooh, I've never been called Barbie in my life, like ever.
0: So <laughs> I took
1: it and ran with it. And yeah, yeah. I was like, this would be fantastic. This is my name now. And I, you know, for people on the left, when they come to my timeline and they don't know, like the secret—it's like a secret inside joke with me and my followers. Like <laughs> most of us know what it's about, but um, when people come in, they're like, "Oh my God, Ari and Barbie, why do you identify?" And I'm just like, "You guys gave me the name,
0: yeah, like, whatever." Gave me the name. I'm just gonna run Nazi, with it,
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you mean, don't, you don't even know I've me. You haven't
0: spoken to me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't know me. You haven't spoken to me, and I went right the post where they they called me the Aryan Barbie. I was I was like, no, oh, it's just a mask. It's just this. It's just you know six feet this low the spread. It's right. just um. And then I was like, well, it's just a vaccine, and you know, it it was like a list of things. And this was before though they started to talk about everybody needs a vaccine. It's going to be mandated. Going to bring back, you know, the mass thing. And I was right about that post because it's like, it's the ratchet act in politics. You know, oh, yeah. you give them a little bit of power and they take it, all of it. And then very rarely is it ratcheted back to the original position, if ever. And, I mean, I've never seen it happen in my lifetime. It's just been more ratcheting of power as I've gotten older. So, um, you know, that was the point I was trying to make with that post. And it just went viral. It went insane. Yeah. And uh, people started calling my job about that post. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you know, I'm going to take it down just so they don't get phone calls. But um, in the end, I was right about that post. and Because oh, yeah. shortly after they started wanting to mandate vaccines. So I was like, yeah, that's fantastic. Hate me, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Call my job. I don't care. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, it's like the, the Hannibal Burris bit. It's like, why are you booing me? You know I'm right. <laughs>
1: Exactly. What, yeah, why are you doing? I mean, I have called it and, uh, and you see it too with like the Fed and stuff. Last year, I was like, we're gonna have massive inflation and we have, have massive inflation today. And I'm just like, hello, <laughs> I sent <laughs> this last year and everybody's acting all surprised. There was one post too, not long ago and this happened to me today. I went to, um, where'd I go? I went to Panera. Um, and because I needed a sandwich, I've been cleaning for like three days straight. I'm, I'm, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself. I'm going to Panera. So I went to Panera and I was about to go through a drive-thru and the drive-thru was shut down. There was nobody, absolutely nobody um, going through Panera. Um, That's terrible. At the drive-thru. And then and then there was a sign there. And then I got in my car and I looked at the sign real quick because I'm like, why is the drive-thru shut down? And you know, they're like, drive-thru shut down because we're understaffed. So basically, you know, half of their they're losing half of their income and they don't have enough staff right there. So yeah. that, that's a big problem. And when I went into, wonder if it had so anything to do with those
0: unemployment incentives.
1: Well, hmm. it, 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 yes, that that is basically what happened. I tried to point this out on Twitter, I don't know, like months ago, two months ago, um, and I went viral on Reddit and the left attacked me for that post because I was like, Nobody's working at Burger King. And I was just trying to get a Diet Coke and it took me like 30 minutes to get a Diet Coke. I wasn't trying to blame the lady who was checking me out. I was just pointing out, you know, this is socialism. They're giving people incentives and people aren't gonna wanna work. And you're gonna see more of this. And, you know, as it turns out, we're seeing more of it. And, you know, I noticed it got a little bit better about two weeks ago, but then it got worse again. And I was like, well, what could have made it worse? Well, now everybody's getting the child tax credit. So if you have more than one kid, you're getting like five, seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. That's minimum wage and, you know,
0: wherever. Yeah, I, so I was actually shocked to see that check for five fifty in my account. I was like, What is this? And I was like looking at the at the description, I was like, Oh no, UBI is here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I you know, every month now we get it. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. you know. Well, at the same time, I'm like, well, my grandchildren, for this. <laughs> my great grandchildren, probably, you know, they will suffer the consequences. Like, how many? We're a oh, trillion dollars in debt right now, and oh, it's, it's like well like over thirty trillion. 20, trillion. Yeah. Almost thirty trillion now.
0: Oh, it's over thirty. 30. Over thirty trillion.
1: <laughs> over thirty trillion.
0: Yeah, it was, it was like 27 trillion when, when the mango Mussolini took over and then uh, he printed 4 trillion in a a few months. So it put it over 30.
1: Just shot it up. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no coming back from that. Uh -uh. There's none. There's no way. I don't know if you just saw this article. Um, I forgot where I read it, but it was talking about how if all the million billionaires got to and paid the government, it would only last for six months. Yeah, you know, if that <laughs> because when, you know you all, all these people like Bernie Sanders and stuff. You know, Bernie Sanders, he's such a shithead. Uh, he, he, he. I remember when he used to mock the millionaires and the the billionaires.
0: Yeah, until he became until he a, millionaire? a
1: millionaire. And now it's just the billionaires. It's just the billionaires. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just the billionaires. We gotta stop the billionaires.
0: Gotta and stop the billionaires. Like, there's too many uh, choices for deodorant in the store, and people don't know what to get, and it's terrible. And Yeah, okay. Sure, Bernie.
1: It's like, come on, dude. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just like there's no coming back from it. We're so screwed. You know, <laughs> it's going to implode, and eventually we'll have a new currency or whatever. I don't know, but I'm hoping Bitcoin wins. I, I really am.
0: Well, well, I mean, if, if I'm everything- not thinking yeah, if everything goes well, Bitcoin will replace the dollar. Because right now, it's kind of silly that a cryptocurrency, you need, what is it, like $41,000 to buy one of those? So, <laughs> what does it yeah. say about your currency? And yeah. even like some of the shit coins, you know, some of those are over a dollar. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Isn't it Dogecoin over a dollar now? Or was that, I don't know what it is.
0: About. Oh, yeah, That's Dogecoin, I think it went as high as like, like 80 done. cents. Yeah, I think it went as high as 80 cents.
1: You know, I was an idiot. I had almost a full Bitcoin back in like 2012, 2011, (laughs)
0: 2013,
1: somewhere around there.
0: Oh, Natalie was a whole corner.
1: I was a whole corner and I sold it and I feel like such an idiot. (laughs) I'm like, I could be stuck right now. Uh, but you know, th- those are the things that we always do. I mean, I still have Bitcoin. I've been holding it. I, I just stopped doing everything with it a while yeah. ago. I'm just like, I-, I put a little bit in once in a while and I ignore mm-hmm. that I have it, you know, every time there's a dip. But now there's like not even like crazy dips anymore. They're like, oh my God, it fell to like 30,000 or oh my God, it fell back to 20,000. I'm like, I'm so old. I remember I was like, ten dollars yeah. <laughs> you know? that's that, that that's like how far i've known about bitcoin and i'm such an idiot that i am before
0: back in way back when but yeah I, I mean, hindsight I
1: so yeah.
0: much off of it yeah hindsight is always twenty twenty because i i first learned about bitcoin in 2009 after it had gotten mined oh. for the first time and it was like less yeah. than like three cents and i was like man i, oh, I really man. should get into this but you know i don't know you know
1: You know it was really hard to get into it and figure it out at first because we didn't have things like coinbase or whatever right i remember as soon as Coinbase came around i was like well this is easy to figure out you know i'll be able to do it but before it was just like obscure website type stuff you know like i can't figure this out i don't know what they're talking about i'm not a techie person at all so it's kind of like I don't know what's going on, but as soon as Coinbase came around, I started, you know, putting some money in and then saving, and then I got a few donations in Bitcoin, and now I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, wow, well, that would be worth so much money right now. Yeah, I think so, I well, people, hold, don't go buy pizza with your Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I yeah, promise that... you, credit.
0: Yeah, it was one of those <laughs> things I where I had like, I had like, uh, I looked back at like the total balance of Bitcoin I had. I don't think I ever got an entire Bitcoin at one point, but I'm pretty sure I had like 0. 0.9 <laughs> altogether and I just spend it because there's a website that you could buy gift cards with it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, just do a gift card here. It's up right now and <laughs> go get myself a new pair of shoes from the Nike store or whatever.
1: <laughs> I put 10 in it at one point really early $10 and I sold when it was at 400.
0: So I did make, I made
1: 400 out of it, but nice. At the same time I'm still like well if I kept that all in there I probably would be up to like forty thousand right now. Yeah. And that sounds... makes me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, what, oh <laughs> like, what could have been? <laughs> uh, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I think I think in a sense that's that that's how it is for like, you know, because you know, I'm not exactly a wealthy person at all. Um and it's like when you get a little bit of profit, you just take what you can when you can, you know.
0: Yeah, and that yeah. that
1: for me was a good profit. But since then, I've just I've always kept a little in there, and I'm just saving it. It's like peanut, we'll have, but
0: whatever. Yeah, it was like uh, even with yeah, the yeah, I
1: definitely hope. I definitely hope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even with the uh, the Dogecoin uh, pump there, uh, uh, what was it uh, about six months, seven months ago? I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna gamble. I'll put forty dollars in here. I ended up taking eighty dollars out, so I doubled my money. So I was like, okay. Well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're like, I took all my money at that point, so what am I gonna say here? You know, so, you know, it's funny too, because Elon Musk, he was really pushing that. It was hilarious to watch. Yeah. But what kind of economy do we have where Elon Musk, you know, sets the rules? That's kind (laughs) of odd, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like,
1: tweets on Twitter, how stable is the economy when tweets on Twitter affect, you know, the market?
0: So (laughs) I, I didn't
1: find that interesting.
0: I'm yeah, not like very stable at while. all.
1: No, yeah. not at
0: all. Yeah, you gotta love uh Keynes <laughs> and his uh <laughs> yeah, I'm spirit animals. <laughs>
1: I'm still on that. Uh I can't stand Cain's. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um was it was it Keynes who was the pedo? I, I yeah. Yes, Keynes is a pedo. <laughs> Cain's is a pedo. I have I have to give that shout out to Though Bishop on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I gave uh like, Tho Bishop exactly. a uh,
0: shout out oh, when I was yeah, okay. yeah I gave uh Tho Bishop a shout out on Twitter when I was uh going to Florida on a vacation and I was like I'm gonna honk when I get to Tallahassee, <laughs> and he goes just make sure it sounds like this and he did the uh, the General Lee da 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 I got yeah, pretty tickled with that,
1: true.
0: but uh yeah <laughs> he, he's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, he's a good guy. I, I don't agree with the whole Republican Party thing that he does, but you know, <laughs> to each his own, I guess.
1: Ooh, you're not gonna like me very much. <laughs> I, I don't believe in the LP. Oh, we're gonna get dirty
0: now. Oh, let's let's oh let's gosh, dish. But, um, I was I was the elections chair for the Louisiana Libertarian Party, and I uh, and I gave it up after the 2018 convention. I'm, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never joined the LP, ever. Um, I've had multiple people ask me or try to get me to run, and I won't. Um, I've joined the party itself. I haven't even joined the Mises Caucus, although I will support the guys in the Mises Caucus. You know, um, they're good people, I think, trying to do something good. But yeah. I'm on principle, the fact that it is associated with the LP, I cannot join. And. Um, that's just how I felt, you know, maybe at some point my future self will bend to their will and finally join, but, you know, I'll donate on the side or help them out or something, but yeah. I, I won't, I won't join. I refuse. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I, mean I, I am a political atheist. I, I'm not in the Republican Party. You you know, I, I agree with so in the sense that you, we have the best shot through the Republican Party. Um, but you know i'm not definitely not a democrat but yeah it's like um i I can't choose the lesser of two evils when for me both options are evil
0: even
1: libertarians in a sense for me are um you know authoritarians you know sometimes i'll make a post on twitter and somebody out of nowhere will be like oh this is Representing the libertarian wall, and I was like, Oh, it's a good thing I'm not in the libertarian party, you know. So, for me, every branch, every um chapter, and everything that you know, at some point, they all want control, and that's their you know, for me, everybody who actually joins a political party wants control in some sense. And there's for me, there's freedom in being you know, a political atheist, not caring. Yeah. Um, and then people are like, well, you let these monsters get away. And I was like, well, I can sleep at night knowing I never voted for those monsters. Exactly. And in a sense, if we leave, if we, if we leave, if we leave politics and say, hey, let's start doing things voluntarily, maybe stop voting for these idiots. And then maybe they'll get the message. Um, The world will start getting better. And we don't have that right now. We definitely don't. Yeah, um, and it's getting worse and worse. Uh, Jeff Dice, he he has a good um, point. Um, there's an article about, about, about he he wrote about political secession and just breaking away from everything. And I I, I personally think that's the best way to go.
0: Yeah, we do uh, need a natural uh, a, a national divorce. You know?
1: Yeah, we need a national divorce. We need to break up. We need to start getting local. We need to just start focusing. Um, local things. And I'm not talking about local politics. I'm just talking about local community, breaking up smaller, but better type things, you know. Right. And, and that's really what we need. And we don't have that because, you know, as Jeff Dice points out, um, there's three hundred and thirty million people in the United States right now, and five hundred and some odd people in Congress, they, they can't account for all of the needs and wants of those three hundred and thirty million
0: people. Yeah. And it's so true. not even a proper representation. And-
1: we don't. We yeah. don't. We don't. It's not It's not proper. And, you know, Thomas Massey, bless his heart, he, he's trying, but he's just, you know, one person in Congress. <laughs> so it's like, you know, for all of all of us, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. So if we broke up and did the local is better thing, yeah. Lichtenstein has a great model. I hope <laughs> I'm saying that name right.
0: I really do. Well, I mean you've you've got Hans Hermann Hop right behind you there. So and he he was advocating for ten thousand Lichtensteins, so Yeah,
1: I know. We need we need ten thousand Lichtensteins. I was just watching a video of him today and it was totally based. It was amazing. <laughs> I put it up on my Twitter. But he was talking about, you know, Meghan Markle and Harry and stuff. and I was just laughing. But <laughs> um yeah, we, we need Lichtensteins Did you ever see in Liechtenstein they the when I mean, they went to war for the last time, uh, they left with, like, a certain amount of men, but they came back with one extra.
0: Right, yeah, I remember that. Did you ever
1: that. see that story?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they came back with one extra because they made a friend. Yeah, like, they made yeah, a I friend while they was lines, up there. And I was like, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, they made
1: a friend, brought him back. I'm like, I want that to be like America, you know? <laughs> you go into battle, you bring back an enemy friend, you know? <laughs> uh, that, that would be really cool. So... I mean, yeah. We just need to think local, think peacefully, and get away from war and debt and all that. Self sufficiency should be a key yeah. model. I don't know if you garden. I garden. I taught my kids to hunt and fish, so it's like, yeah. You know, yeah,
0: I've got some. Uh, I got some fruit trees out there. I just need to keep the birds from uh, from decimating all of them. And I've got some blueberry bushes, some figs, and stuff like that. But uh, cardinals will lay waste to it.
1: I have so many tomato plants i need to figure out how i'm going to be getting them gone (laughs) because yeah they they got huge i wasn't expecting that i was expecting maybe 20 tomatoes but i have like 55 plus tomatoes growing out on my balcony right now
0: nice
1: you know and and another thing too like for me i live somewhat in the country here in ohio and uh I, i can go down the street and get much eggs from. A local guy who has chickens and then nice. i go around the corner like my houses down and i can get honey fresh honey um and then i go like three more houses down and there's like three farm stands so it's like you people need to get back to local in my opinion
0: yeah yeah it's just gonna have to come with a uh, with a, a culture shift
1: road, culture
0: <laughs> yeah it just yeah, has, it has to be a culture movie. shift and uh, sometimes that's uh, and that's an uphill battle you thought politics was hard you know, just trying to change the culture, that's that's a, that's a tall order.
1: It's a very, very tall order, and it's a very big problem today in society, and I think it's things like TikTok. I recently joined TikTok. You know, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. I follow
0: you on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, why am I sitting here watching this video of people dancing? I'm wasting <laughs> my life. So yeah. it, it's like, but, you know, there's so many people that are addicted to that that want it, you know, all the time and we stopped reading books we have stopped um wanting to acquire more knowledge uh we we've just stopped innovating mostly yeah and it's just instant gratification you know we even like through uh facebook and twitter and TikTok and all those things and it just sucks away our time and we're just you know when, when you die do you want to be known as the guy who went viral on TikTok or something <laughs> but that's nothing really to Mind. Are you really gonna be that shit in like 10 years? No. For the most part, no. <laughs> Unless you went viral and you stayed viral, you know? So it's like focus on family. and We really need to get back to that focus on family, focus on, you know, the home and your children. Because, you know, your children, in a, in a very real sense, we let everything happen today in society, we let it get this bad. Yeah. Um, maybe not us in general, like our generation, but the generation before us and the generation before us, and the, you know, each generation wasn't like hey, it's really bad. Maybe we should put a stop to this. We didn't get that. We never got that. And um, in my opinion, even I am not doing as much as I could be doing to stop. Um, but I'm trying to prepare my kids for the next generation. And that's coming. And we need to start doing that for our children now instead of you know, playing
0: on Twitter or TikTok or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, you got to make those life lessons in there, and I've been uh, kind of drilling it into my kids' heads. It's like, okay, let's start using some critical thinking here. Uh, like my son today, he was like looking underneath my bed for something, and he was like, "Oh, can I get a light or something?" And I was like, "I have no lights. What are you going to do about it?" And he was like, "Oh, I think I got a flashlight in my room." He goes, "Bingo! That's the right answer." <laughs> It's like, here's a problem. Mm -hmm. How are you going to improvise, adapt, and overcome?
1: Exactly. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. And a lot of kids don't know. You know, a lot of kids can't cook. A lot of kids can't, you know, do all these different things these days. And, you know, in a very, very real sense, I'm actually very happy that schools did what they did. Because now so many parents are starting to understand, yes, I can homeschool. You know, because I've been homeschooling for 10 years and I work on top of it. So it's like, I've been doing this for ages and I've managed to do it. Right. And so, so many families always thought, you know, I can't do it. My wife works. I work. How are you going to do this? You know, but in this last like two years, there's just been this huge uptick in homeschooling. And it makes
0: me. Oh yeah. Especially with the last year when the parents actually got to see what the kids were actually learning in school. And it was like, oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah they
1: are like, oh, my God, I can't believe my child, well, it's like we've been trying to tell your child's been learning socialism for the last 20 years, whatever, you know, you didn't listen to us, but we tried, you know, Lou Rockwell, he had this really great quote that went along the lines of, um, uh, it's no, it's obvious that, you know, schools and governments want to teach children because uh, they're the government propaganda, and they're shackled the chains to their own ankles. And that's so true. That's basically what we're lining up kids for in government schools. Yeah. Um, I can't think of his last name at the moment, but he's all for school choice. Do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Corey DeAngelis? <laughs>
1: Corey, yes. Yeah, he's all about school choice. So, you know, even I'm with that. You know even if it's not homeschooling if it's a little choice, people can decide what they want to send their kids and the models that don't work can just go away. Yeah. you know but definitely the, the, the model is broken. you know, public schools actually in my opinion, kids have been homeschooled for you know hundreds and hundreds of years before public schools came along. So actually it's public schools that are the experiment. homeschooling is not yeah. you know and a lot of people don't understand that. So and and that experiment is in a lot of trouble, especially right now. Especially with teachers, you know, being weak and like, oh, we can't go back to school. Oh, we need more time off. Oh, we need everybody to wear masks. You know, people are going to get tired of all this. Yeah, eventually, fully.
0: Yeah, it's it's like part of me. It's like, oh, can we start getting the pitchforks and the (laughs) and the torches out, please?
1: eventually you're just killing your own job. Congrats, you know, but they wanted it all. And you know, that's how it is. You know, progressives are like that. They've always been like that.
0: Yeah. The, the, what they see is I was like, "Oh, we're, we're helping people." I was like, "No, you're actually hobbling them. You're, you're not helping at all. You're doing the opposite."
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's just it's been going on for years and years and years and years, and, years, and it's just getting worse. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one thing I, I will give the uh, the cough credit for. It was like at least exposed what the uh, what the what the teachers were doing to your kids while you weren't looking, or paying yep. attention. So yeah, you know, that is
1: like the silver lining out of all this, and yeah, and and COVID in general. Besides, um, I lost a bunch of weight on COVID, but other than that, that's like the only silver lining. <laughs> you know, I only <laughs> count those two. Other than that, we're screwed. And yeah. A lot of people they can't see. I can't see what's coming, the massive inflation, you know, we're gonna be like the Windermere Republic or whatever in Germany uh, with, with over inflation. So, I mean, that's where we're heading to, towards. Yeah. And you're seeing it now, like I went grocery shopping the other day and I was looking at prices and stuff and even price of my bath soap went up a full dollar. I'm like, this is insane, a
0: yeah. full dollar? It's soap.
1: For my bath soap?
0: Yeah.
1: It's soap, it watches you what if, you know so and it's just I, getting i'm worse, literally going worse, to put
0: this in worse. the drain
1: <laughs> yeah it's literally just gonna plague off my body what I, I i even was like you know i'm not i'm not getting the fancy two-ply toilet paper anymore i'm getting the one-ply <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm stocking that up hiding that in my closets for you know just in case yeah you know and, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I, I, I start shopping at Costco buying in bulk and hoarding i'm gonna i'm gonna just start hoarding everything because that's that's where we're going that's like the future we're heading towards you know to- toilet paper is going to be currency um I, I, you laugh but no
0: no really- i i totally get it because there, there was some horse trading with some toilet paper in this neighborhood <laughs> i've seen yeah, I, mean- I, I watched as like several people went down the street with like a three-wheel bicycle with a little basket in between mm-hmm. the black, back two wheels and it had like several rolls of toilet paper and they were trading it for different stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like yeah, uh, so everyone's hustling
1: <laughs> everybody's hustling you're gonna hustle toilet paper you're gonna hustle um all kinds of stuff i mean vodka i mean
0: like you know i'm holding on to the vodka i'm not i'm not yeah don't it. don't give away <laughs> the vodka you're gonna need no. it <laughs>
1: Um, it, it it was like though uh, I wanted to stock up on alcohol. I wanted to stock up on toilet paper, um, uh, protein shakes, um, and a, a few other things like um, mac and cheese and stuff. Stuff that really doesn't go bad right. very quickly. But I don't eat often, you know. So just that's the vodka I drink that often. But <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, um, so, yeah, all these things, you know, you want to just stock up on and keep and hoard away, you know, yeah. just in case, because it's going to get nasty. And I think winter is going to be somewhat nasty. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely
0: going to get a lot worse before it even thinks about getting better. So, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, well, my, I, I, I'm pretty much sure my son is going to be 18 in three years and he is going to be entering a world full of shit. that's just how and you know i apologize to him in advance because you know i I just i feel sorry for these kids coming of age i just do but yeah so it's not gonna get better anytime soon Um, we're looking at depression here stuff so
0: yeah i i'm kind of of the mind where it's probably going to be worse than the depression I know the depression was bad, but I think it's going to get much worse than that.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, it is going to be much worse. And that's just that's just how, it's, how it is, how it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I, I think and, at, at some point people are going to realize who did it to them. And once that violence starts, it, it's going to be a cascade event after that. So stay frosty yeah. out there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, when well, I taught my kids how to shoot, um and you know a gun and i taught him how to use a bow and um bb guns and stuff and my son even you know, has a sword somewhere so <laughs> it's
0: like, i guess i remember my he, ball ninja he, days he, <laughs> yeah
1: i yeah. know actually i'm on blue black belt in taekwondo that's where you got the sword from um I, I did taekwondo with my son and i did boxing with my son we're on break right now um because he, he actually suffered an injury so he's trying to let that heal i yeah. just feel weird going without him. <laughs> it's like we're so used to it now um but uh yeah teach your kids all these things and a lot of people are like, oh, but won't it hurt him? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, I'd rather learn how to take a punch and give a punch now than find out, yeah, he's funny. <laughs> you know, on his own or whatever in a physical fight. So, you just gotta toughen him up But I think I'm a very, I have a sweet side too with them.
0: <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not like a completely crazy, <laughs>
0: well, no, you're, you're a mom, <laughs> like, you can't help this, it. So, yeah.
1: go, no. <laughs> I can't help it. Oh my God, I swallow my kids too much, actually. I I get away with so much, but (laughs) they really do. Uh, I love them to death though. And they're very respectful, very good kids. And uh, hey, maybe someday they'll see this podcast and be like, wow, mom loves us. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but it's just, there's, I don't know. I hope I'm doing the right thing throughout my life. And I was a teenage mom. So it's kind of like, I, I had my first child at 19 and I was 21 with my second and 31 with my third. So it's, um, it's been interesting. It's completely yeah. different being a parent in your thirties with a young one than is being a parent in your teens with a young one. And I was just so much more back then. And I had so many people tell me, you know you shouldn't have a child as a teenager. You know, I actually had people tell me to get an abortion with myself, wow. and I thought that was horrible I remember my reaction to that I don't know if you're pro-life or pro-choice but um, for the most part I I really don't care too much um, I, I'm pro-life for myself yeah. but I literally can't tell other people what to do with their bodies but at the same time I try to remind them that they're making a decision about somebody else's body inside their body
0: right
1: you know that 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 is how in a sense how I see it so um
0: yeah, I kind of see it as I'm going to err on the side of life. Uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't want the government paying for it. you know. And I want all of those uh, girls out there in trouble to have all of their options laid out before them. It was like, okay, well, we don't have to do the abortion. There are willing and able parents out there to take these babies from you if you can't handle it. Yeah.
1: There, there are so many. Even a good friend of mine, she was like, you know, don't have an abortion, I'll take it. So and there are so many people that want to give kids that opportunity, you know, in life. Yeah. And like you, you know, so it, it's just like, um, you know, I'm, I'm pro life for me. So I, as you can tell, I've popped out a bunch of these on the phone now.
0: <laughs> now <laughs> it, you're, yeah, I mean, you gotta get, I, I you gotta get those kids in out there.
1: School. <laughs> yeah yeah you know um and plus too i'm starting to feel like i'm actually getting old i'm 34 but sure for a lot of people
0: that's not old but, yeah, no just, that's like, not at all i'm i'm 42 excited. so
1: <laughs> how,
0: how old i'm 42 so oh you look fantastic no you oh, thank you <laughs> you're
1: welcome but, but she just... gave me all
0: of these all of these white hairs in my beard <laughs>
1: well, this was you know red what? before <laughs> this is why I went blonde you can see
0: Ah, oh yeah got
1: that
0: going got that going too and then of course you know lost all of this so
1: (laughs) well I got hair in my eyebrow the other day and it depressed me I was like man it's finally coming (laughs) who gets gray hairs in their eyebrows that was so weird I don't
0: know how that happened it was like today at the water park, I looked down and noticed I had like several gray uh, chest hairs and I was like, oh no.
1: <laughs> oh, well, it's just a little salt and pepper. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, as, as a woman, gray hair has never bothered me. I don't know if... If it was because, like, before when I was a statist, I thought Anderson Cooper was kind of cute. Oh my God, I regret seeing that on <laughs> the podcast. There's <laughs> but, the sound bite. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, Anderson Cooper was cute. I don't think he's cute now. He's just like total statist. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but no, it's just never, it never really bothered me. Like, you know, people are going to, you know, get old. And for me, age, with age comes wisdom
0: oh yeah yeah
1: you know and I appreciate- it's not
0: for wussies if you think yeah. you can't handle you know losing your hair or the, the turning gray or when you stand up you're like oh did i just pull something
1: <laughs> yeah i have i actually have like bone on bone. On. I, I inherited this from my father bless his heart i love him but um <laughs> I, he, he has bone on bone arthritis and I inherited that from my dad. So I didn't know I had it until my third child. And she I, uh, sucked all the calcium out of me, I don't know. But yeah. um, I hurt my knee in Taekwondo and uh, I found out my arthritis was so bad that in like, you know, 20 years I'm going to need a knee replacement. Like yes. I'm like, that's fantastic. You know, I might not wait that long. but. I'm trying to wait as long as I possibly can because they're like, your bone is just on your bone. I'm like, I'm 34. How is this possible? (laughs) I'm like, fantastic.
0: Great. You know,
1: I have the screwed up genetics. I really do.
0: (laughs) I'm Um, a redhead with brown eyes. I'm way ahead of you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I had kidney problems when I was a kid. And this is part of the reason why I was high risk. For uh, COVID, uh, my kidney failure when I was sorry, and they couldn't figure it out. And it damaged my kidneys. Um, That's out. Because they couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. I kept getting yeah. kidney infection after kidney infection, and then I went septic. And then uh, I was you know, in the hospital for years. For my sixth birthday, I spent in the hospital. And that was crazy. Um, I actually have a picture of it. But um, so finally, they figured out I had kidney reflux, which is the genetic thing. And um, I had kidney surgery when I was six. And I finally, it somewhat fixed it, but I have like damaged kidneys for life. Oh, yeah. So it's like that made me high risk. You know, I'm only functioning with like what 20% of a kidney on one side, the other side picks it up. But it's like the same with my daughter. We're all high risk. So it's just crazy. You know, I have all these issues, but I'm still not afraid of COVID. I'm not. Too so many people
0: are. Yeah, I mean, you know? I can I can understand if and I was like oh eighty nine. So yeah, I can understand if I was like eighty nine and had a whole bunch of, uh, you know, COPD and heart disease and whatever. I, I, then I would be a little bit worried about it. But I'm none of those things, so it's like, like it's like come on, let's just get out there and live. live like
1: I like I could I, I would be happy if I lived to eighty. Like fuck, I made it that long. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like, Ooh, that would be great. But you know, it's like for me. Yeah, I don't my
0: eighteen-year-old me didn't think I would make it past thirty-five. So I'm, I'm on borrowed time already.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I'd ever have children because I had so many issues with health growing up. You know, and I was happy. I was like, I have three kids. Once I get them all to eighteen, you know, twenty, and you know, whatever, I'll I'll be, only be fifty when my three-year-old is eighteen. That's yeah.
0: it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you'll I be a young be, grandma. Be Forty-nine. Yeah. So, oh gosh, don't say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not ready for the grandma title, even though like I I could be in my uh, late forties and be a grandma.
0: Yeah, probably. Yep.
1: So uh, with my older too, but um, so it's kind of like it, it, for me it's crazy. It's like, wow, I've made it this long, you know, but if I make it to eighty, I'll be happy. If I make it to ninety. I'll probably, you know, sign up for euthanasia because at that point I'm like, why am I still alive? Yeah, if, <laughs> if I'm
0: still cankering around at, at the age of 90, I think it's like, okay, <laughs> where's the yeah, where's the life one. extension <laughs> technology? Yeah. I could use it, either that or put me in the ground. <laughs> you know, hopefully
1: they figure out how to put our minds in new bodies
0: at that point or whatever. Ah, yes, and then we get to live the movie free Jack. We you just know, reference a movie from 1989 that no one ever, ever saw. So. <laughs> I think
1: I remember it. I remember They Live. Do you remember They
0: Live? Oh, of course. I yeah, I, I grew up on that movie. Yeah,
1: I love that movie. We, we, had, we had that movie on
0: VHS for the longest time. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I still have VHS tapes, and I
0: don't know why. I don't even that's have That's kind of odd. That's kind
1: of odd. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. I think they're
1: all in a box. They're all Disney movies too.
0: Yeah. There was a uh, a kid that lived down the street when I was growing up, and his dad thought that Betamax was going to be the thing that uh, all of the home theaters were gonna play.
1: So we I had a remember, whole bunch of
0: Betamax tapes.
1: <laughs> I remember Betamax. I'm that old. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and then nobody actually did anything with it. And then it went to like
0: DVDs, and then... Oh, first we had Laserdisc. Remember, it was an album-sized CD. Oh, I
1: remember that. <laughs> Those things were huge. And then uh, and then we had, what? What came after that? CDs? Floppy disks?
0: Yeah, we had uh, CDs there for CDs. a long time. Yeah. And then we figured out that we could put computer data on it. And then so that kind of replaced the uh, the floppy dri- floppy drives.
1: Yeah, and then after that, it was like, Bluetooth or what? Oh, no. It wasn't Bluetooth. What were those things? What came after the, C- the CDs? From-
0: well, we had mini disc there for a while. And that was a, uh, a, a reader and a writer. And it, you could read write to a mini disc. Those things were kind of cool, but nobody ever bought them because they were too expensive.
1: Yeah. And then after that, it was just like streaming services.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I remember one day I was, uh, I was in the gym and I was lifting and I looked over and I saw this lady and she had a CD Walkman. I was like, look at her <laughs> walking in all 1997.
1: <laughs> that was one thing I liked about, um, what was that movie? Um, it was a Marvel movie. Um, where they played all the 80s music and he was walking around with Walkman.
0: Oh yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah,
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I, I love that about that movie because they were like um, just playing.
0: Um, yeah, he had the mixtape from his mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a kid. <coughs> Excuse me. I remember being a kid in and playing um, and listening to my CD player was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, they made a joke. They gave him a zoom. <laughs>
1: yeah i thought that was funny it was like it had like five thousand songs
0: on it he's like what they can fit that many songs on these yeah everybody <laughs> on earth is using these It's was like no no they're not <laughs> no, no, no
1: one absolutely no one
0: okay so i'm gonna dox myself i had a zune i had a four megabyte zune and guess what happened it blew up <laughs> in my pocket what it was not a fun day it's like all of a sudden I felt a pop hit my leg, and then I opened up my uh, my pants, and I was like pulled out the Zune, and it had like exploded. The battery blew up in it. <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny. Yeah, it was like, oh, Bill Gates did me wrong, again.
1: <laughs> I think he does everybody wrong on the daily.
0: <laughs> and he uh, and he and he chortles in delight about it too. I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that's probably a good place to leave it off. Stuff exploding in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, why don't you go ahead and drop all your plugs?
1: Um, you can find me on um, Twitter at ChessChicko1. Yep. And um, you can also check out Mises.org. Um, I do stuff over there as well. I have articles up. Um, and that's about it for plugs.
0: That's about it for the plugs? Yeah. ChessChicko1 <laughs> on TikTok, too. So if you're if you're interested in oh, seeing yeah, the little short not, videos. Yeah. <laughs> But you guys don't have to worry about that because that will be listed down below in the show notes. Uh, Natalie, thanks a lot for uh, joining in and uh, playing along. I'm glad we finally got to be able to do this.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right, Natalie, take it easy. All right, and there she goes, folks. Natalie Danilition. Danilition, man, I just messed it up and I got it right the first time. Oh, well, Uh, yeah, guys, uh, check everything down out uh, below in the show notes. That way you can find all of her stuff going on there, her uh, articles at Mises and uh, her Twitter handle and her, uh, and her TikTok handle. I guess I'll throw that in there just for funsies. Uh, anyways, guys, if you want to uh, get some delicious Italian coffee straight to your door, that's laurenside.coffee. Use my promo code at checkout RWAC and you'll get to say, save yourself 10% and any order over 15 bucks is free shipping automatically. And uh, guys, it's great, great stuff. In fact, I got to go reorder some because I just ran out of it. Ugh. but anyways guys also check down below in the show notes for uh, how you can support this guy I've got a couple of options there uh, no more uh, Patreons or subscribe stars or anything I guess uh, once I build up the audience I might try the uh, monetization thing again uh, also don't forget about the merch store that's rebelwithacausepodcast.com forward slash merch dash table and uh, you can find all of my uh, t-shirts coffee mugs things like that. Hoodies. I got some hoodies up there too. But anyways, guys, take it easy and we will come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out.